Welcome to Beacon Light Stories, Episode 4, an oral history conversation with sisters and Longtown Shelby County, Tennessee residents, Gladys Pugh Lewis and Dolly Pugh Hall. You're listening to Beacon Light Stories, a history podcast where I'll be sharing the stories of the people, places, and events that shape the history of the city of Memphis, the state of Tennessee, and locations around the country. I'm your host, educator, author, and total history nerd, Dr. Wayne Earl Jr. This week, I'm joined by sisters Gladys Pugh Lewis and Dolly Pugh Hall. Born in Mason, Tennessee, Gladys is 93, and Dolly, she's 83. Both have some great stories to share about their time in school. Both sisters attended the Gainesville School located in Mason, Tennessee. For high school, Gladys is a 1948 graduate of Barrett Chapel High School located in northern Shelby County, while Dolly, she's a 1957 graduate of the Gaynor Industrial School located in Mason, Tennessee. During this episode, you will hear them share stories of their father who also served as the school bus driver in Mason, Tennessee. Two things make this episode special for me. Gladys is also a classmate of John Strong Jr., who was the focus of my last episode. And also, Gladys and Dolly, their family. Dolly is actually my mother-in-law. And Gladys, she's my aunt. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Chipton County bought uh, Gala. Because it was an Episcopal school. Right, right. And uh, when they bought the school, then the blacks had in high school to attend. So I didn't have to go to Barrett's. Okay. And then with my daddy driving, well, the bus driver was right here with me leaving to go to school. Right. And he had to do two routes. He'd done this route, and then he went up in the uh, Stanton, Stanton, and uh, I believe it's Keelum, all of those up in there, he had to go pick them up. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. So, how was your time at? Can you tell me about Gaylor? What was that like? What was the school like? What were the teachers like? The teachers... Going to Gala, there was no, they only had certain things, certain classes that they offered. You couldn't say, I'm not going to take this, I'm going to take that. It it was certain classes that they offered, and those were the classes that you took. And that was history, home economics, English, and it was one, oh, no, yeah. It was one other, but, and our principal was uh, Mr. Cochran, and his wife taught English. Okay. And, uh, oh, agriculture, because uh, Mr. Lure, which I showed you his picture in right. one, he taught uh, history and agriculture. Okay. And Miss Gaines done home economics. So really, 
that was what they offered. Those were the main subjects that you had to have. So those are the, the subjects that you would take. And I was a basketball lover. So you played basketball. I played basketball. And at that time, the girls would play half court. And it would be three from each team on one side. One was the guard and one was the, uh, what you call the ones that shoot the ball. Forward, the shoot guard? Forward. Okay. And whenever they had a foul on the far end, Pew would always take the free throw. Oh, okay. So you were Pew. I was Pew. Okay. Because you were good like that. I was good. I could shoot those free throws. Okay. Okay. So to make sure they were made, when it comes to that end, I always took that free throw. And then I remember as the games were three rooms, we had one was supposed to be a big room. That was where the principal was and and taught classes. Then we had two other rooms. I remember Miss Evenell had the room with the stage on it. And you know, at that time you had devotion every morning. So at Gainesville School you all had devotion. We had every the, morning. Every morning. We had devotion too, but I Every don't remember. <laughs> and don't. then I remember that uh, uh, stove. I guess you call it that pot belly stove that we used. That coal. That's what we used for heat. They had one of those in each room. So, like, just thinking about going back, thinking about Gainesville, and you all had wood burning stoves or coal burning coal coal uh-huh. burning stoves, right? And these were frame, wood frame buildings. They were not brick. Wood frame. Wood frame buildings. So goes without saying, it was probably cold in the wintertime. Yes. And cold in the wintertime. So um, what did it look like in terms of um, lunch, in terms of recess, in terms of um, was there a parent involvement? Did, were there parent conferences or parent meetings? Uh now, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. Okay. But I, our lunch was outside. That was the only place we had. We had our bag lunch, our sack lunches. So they didn't provide lunches for you all? No. You all brought no. your own lunch? No. Because there was a big tree on the old road up there. Yeah, that's what they call it, the old road. It was the road. At one time, and they done away with it, and it was a big tree. That was our shade. We used to come out and sit around that big tree and eat. Our and our lunch. basketballs, uh, where we play basketball, was outside. the 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 basketball court was marked in the mud <laughs> where we played basketball. So. That's that's good information. See, that's that's kind of creating the imagery of a school and what it looked like mm-hmm. uh, at, at that point in time. So, these schools that you all attended: Gainesville School, Barris Chapel School, Gaylor Industrial School. Um, those schools were they were racially segregated, right? 
Right. Yeah. All, all, all black schools, right? All right. black. And you are, all your teachers were, were black as well, right? Right. Okay. Um, do you think that affected your attitude at all towards school? Were you all mindful or were you all cognizant of the fact that you all were going to school with all black people, or all black children, all black teachers, while you had um, some of your white neighbors who may have gone to school with all white teachers, with all white administrators? I don't know about that, but I do remember the white students. Some of them stayed on the other side of us. They rode the bus. That's what I, oh, they were busing at that time. They would come down in here and, pick and the get white. them and take them back to Mason. And at that time, I was walking from this area to Gainesville School. That was the only way we got to school unless somebody would take us. Yeah. But during the same time, they were the the white was riding the bus. A lot of times, Dad would take us to school. Yeah. Until he started driving the school bus. So what did you all think about your teachers and the principals and the overall learning environment? Do you all think that those schools were great schools? Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day concerning the books that we got were always the books from the white school. They use them until they are just about torn up. They hand me down. And they didn't want them anymore. And they get new books and they pass the old ones to us. What about for sports? Did you all inherit the, do you know if the sports teams inherit the sports equipment or the uniforms from, from those white schools as well? Because I, I, I ask that because I know that, um, Booker T. Washington, its colors of green and gold are the same colors of Central High School green and gold. Why? Because Booker T. Washington got Central High School's hand-me-downs. Okay. They got their band uniforms and they got their football uniforms. And so that's why the colors are the same colors. And and so I wonder, do you all know that in either Gaylor or at Barrett's, did you all Thinking about just all that was was it just books that were handed down, or was it like furniture or anything else? Oh yeah, we got their their seats and the the furniture. What we sit in would originally been with the white folks, but then that when they were broke down or they didn't want them anymore, then they sent them to the black school. So with all that happened, did you all feel that your schooling experience, that you all were deprived in any way? Yes. We didn't even think at the time about being, we were so happy where we were. Going to school and having a teacher, and we had games and so forth, you know, just, just plenty of times. And I think that we have something set where each week we had some kind of party, some kind of something like that. Like I, I can't know. remember that, too. I don't know. You don't remember that. I'm talking about that game of school. There's some kind of like little 
eating out or something, you know, I don't know. I, but that's, and that's the way it's seen. Yeah. But that's been so long ago. Yeah, I know my grandmother talked about games for school. And I didn't get a chance to just talk with her so yeah. much about her experience there. That's why I enjoy sitting down and talking with you all about that. Because it's it's like, at least I'm capturing, capturing some what, of what she experienced. What's your grandmother's name? Uh, Fanny Earl. What would she take? Tate. Fanny Mae Tate. Fanny Mae How supportive was your family regarding your education? Oh, I was supportive. <laughs> so I know that I know that your your dad he was um, um, he he was he also served as the bus driver for for the area, right? So how, what about your mom? Like, did your mom? How was your mom supportive for, of you guys' uh, educational pursuits? Did she do anything special? Did she urge you guys? Did you get in trouble if you made bad grades? Did you get celebrated if you made good grades? Yeah, she pushed us now. She was for education. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most so. Well, Daddy just drove the bus. That's that's it. Okay. So let me ask you guys this: So you both, you all both graduated from high school. If you guys had a choice, just think about it now. Do you all think that the schools that you all attended prepared you uh, well for the future that you all had? Uh, or would you all have wanted to go to a different school? If you had an option, would you have gone? Well, I would like more options. I don't think any of the black schools was able to repair. I mean, repair prepare any of us. I mean, black folks. We just got what we could get. And yeah, like a uh, gala, they had just only a few subjects. And though that's what you had to take. If you wanted something else, you couldn't get it, not a gala. And that was the only school that we could attend at that time. Sure. So, so you had no option to go to no other school. That was, it, it was Gala? Or Gala or Barrett. Right. right. Or Barrett, like she said. Stay we away had from to home. stay away from home to do that, to go to Barrett. And they really didn't have a dormitory, as I said. That, uh, and, it, and when she started the high school, it wasn't a high school in Tipton County for black. What about Covington? Was Covington was that an option in terms of? Uh, they being? didn't. They started. Uh, they had a school in um, Covington. Was it Fraser? Fraser came on later. Okay. Uh huh. And I guess that was uh, when they did get a high school. They, you know, they got Fraser funded. Because if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Fraser Industrial? I don't remember Frazier if it was industrial, industrial or not, but I know Fraser and Byers combined, they merged together. Right, when, right. Fraser and Because I think Greg was 
was uh, one of the first classes. And they eventually, they closed Gala. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And so is there, speaking of Gala, is there any, is there any portion of the Gala school still visible now or is it just completely gone? As far as the, the book, the school like, is the, concerned, the it's gone, but now the building, I don't know if it's still up there or what. I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't I been, been that way a long time. I haven't either. So there you have it. My conversation with sisters, Gladys Pugh Lewis and Donna Pugh Hall. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the content of this podcast, I ask that you leave feedback or a rating wherever you tune in. Until next Friday, have a fantastic weekend and stay safe.